This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, do you take medication? At VA, prescriptions have a range of copay levels, from free to $5, $8, or $11 for a 30-day prescription, depending on your eligibility. Refill by mail, in person, or on VA's mobile app. Sign up at va.gov or call 1-800-MY-VA-411. All I know is war, all I know is shoot, all I want is more, but I got some things to do. I'm a dog of war, hell's what I've been through. I'm a dog of war, I did it all for you. I'm a soldier, I'm a warrior, got a emblem on my cover, and ask me what I did for ya. I put the trash deep down under, yeah. I'm a dog of war, hell's what I've been through. I'm a dog of war. I did it all for you. Oh brother, please let us know for last thoughts our listeners live uh and uh on podcast. Alright, we know that I do joke quite often about my uh, attempted escapes from the psych ward, but uh in all seriousness uh, psych war game is seriously my uh, uh, idea of uh, representing the military. Uh, I'm sorry, representing mental health in the military community. So if you happen to run into any type of mental health crisis or emergency, do not be ashamed nor afraid to dial 988, press option 1. Again, uh, just as I had to do when I was in a moment of crisis, do not be ashamed nor afraid to dial the digits 988 and press option 1 if you find yourself in a similar uh, mental health crisis. Welcome to the show. This is episode 77 of the War Dog Trail podcast. And I have a special guest for you today. He's a Marine. He likes to live off grid just like I do. We are both uh, Marines. We both served in combat. And most importantly, he turns to hunting and the outdoors as his PTSD therapy, just like I do. I love to hunt hogs, but he's got so much more than hogs, let me tell you. But before I bring him out, let's go over a few announcements. All right.
have a very, very great guest today, as I told you. Without further ado, let me bring to the screen and introduce to you Ryan Off the Grid. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, all right. Now, uh, if you don't mind, let's uh, let's start off with telling the people about your military background. Uh, so I enlisted uh, November 20th, 99 uh, into the Marine Corps Reserve out of uh, Green Bay and was uh, attached to the reserve unit in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, the, the plan then was to, uh, you know, to go to boot camp and uh, start college and then uh, go through uh, OCS. Uh, I actually got into the selection process for OCS and then 9-11 uh, happened and all that got thrown out the window. So uh, um, they told me that I was supposed to go to OCS and my unit was getting activated to deploy to Iraq. And I was like, I'm going with my boys. So we deployed in 04 and 05 to uh, Babel Province, Iraq. Uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty gnarly, gnarly time period. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 0-4, 0-4 was a little nuts, but uh, oh, yeah. deployed there and uh, got out in January of 06 uh, and decided not to go the officer route. And uh, I, I think the uh, my path through the through the Marine Corps was uh, the right path for me. Right on. Right on. All right. Now, if you don't mind, talk to us about your transition from the Marine Corps to eventually using outdoor therapy as a form of uh, relief from PTSD. So, I mean, I grew up in uh, Northeast Wisconsin, about half hour north of Green Bay and uh, pretty much a, a fishing community. It's right there on Lake Michigan. Uh, so did a lot of fishing growing up. Uh, didn't really have a lot of family that hunted. So I wasn't really a hunter. I hunted when the opportunities were there. Um, you know, going out with the boys, you know, as teenagers and pretty much not, you know, targeting a specific animal. You're just rolling around. Oh, there's a rabbit, shoot a rabbit. There's a, there's a raccoon, shoot a raccoon. It wasn't, uh, uh, you know, where I'm at now, uh, where, where it's a passion. And, you know, uh, I mean, I try to target one animal for that hunt and get real in-depth in their behavior. Um, anyways, I, I got out of the Marine Corps. And went to college at uh, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and uh, spent five or six years there. Pretty much was going to school to play rugby, drink beer, and uh, hang out with loose women. I, mean, I wasn't real. <laughs> 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 I, I wasn't an academic, you know. <laughs> so um, I, I ended up getting a teaching degree and a history degree and taught high school in the inner city for a year. And then a, a job opened up at a, a, a government uh, agency. It was an office job. And that's really when I started noticing, uh, you know, PTSD. Um, while I was in college, you know, everybody was drinking, everybody was partying, and I didn't notice that my behavior with substance abuse was really out of the out of the norm. You know, I, until I got into a, a job setting, and then I was like, wow, like I, I need to do something about this. Um, really, didn't do anything about it uh, up until about 2011. Um, had a real rough summer in 2011, lost both my parents two months apart to cancer. And I was kind of really spiraling uh, with depression and anxiety on top of the PTSD and then, uh, you know, extreme substance abuse. Uh, I mean, just drunk all the time just to, to deal with or to put off my problems. Um, yeah. And that October, I got invited on a duck hunt in here, uh, Horicon, Wisconsin, which is on a marsh. That's the largest freshwater uh, cattail marsh in North America. Uh, that was the day that changed me from being a guy who hunted a little bit to a hunter and a duck hunter specifically. Um, so, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, going on that hunt, it, it was, uh, I, I think I shot one duck and that didn't matter. I mean, the, the people that put that hunt on, um, they were doing this out of the kindness of their heart. They, they were genuine, they were real, they were authentic. And just getting out on that marsh and watching the sun come up and, and watching the birds, um, that's what changed everything for me. I, I knew that this was what was going to be, what was going to help me uh, get over some of the problems I had. Um, so I, that day, 
in, in October of 2011 is, is the fulcrum event in my life that, that just sent me on my path. Um, so by the following spring, I had quit my job. I had picked up a camera, a uh, point and shoot Casio, uh, one of the cameras that I actually, the camera that I had in Iraq. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. It was actually just pretty much a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was taking pictures of ducks that were migrating north and uh, putting them on social media and people uh, were seeing these pictures and you know they're like like man you need to like look into doing this pretty seriously uh, so I, I quit my job I bought better equipment and had zero plan just traveled across the country taking pictures of ducks and deer and mountains and whatever could get me outside um, and then someone on facebook noticed that they, they they called me up they said hey you know uh i like your pictures um i know you're a duck hunter uh i just got picked up with pursuit channel do you know how to film and i said well i don't know how to film but my cameras do all of that i know they're capable of that i'm a quick study you know logged on to youtube college and taught myself everything that uh i needed to know to get started and uh we were off the races did four years uh four seasons on pursuit channel. And as I built my network on social media, I kind of realized that, um, I had the ability to set up these hunts and give these hunts back to other veterans, something that had saved me, you know, something that had, had put me in a position to, to, to change my world, to change, uh, stop feeling sorry for myself and, uh, you know, you're not responsible for your trauma, but you're responsible for doing something about it. And this is a tool in the toolbox. So I uh, started a nonprofit called High Point Adventures. And the last four years, we've been taking guys out all over the country. I mean, everywhere, Florida, Washington State, Texas, Wisconsin, Maine, we're all over the place. Oh, that is awesome. You know what? I might need to talk to you then because... Uh, um... You said High Point Adventures, mm -hmm. right? That's yeah, that's that's dope. Okay, if you don't mind, I think I want to interview you on my second podcast then, because my other podcast, Bullets, Blades, and Hooks, we interview nothing but veterans organizations that get vets outdoors. Perfect. Let's so do it. If you if you don't mind, yeah, all right. If you don't mind, uh, I, I co-host that with another veteran from the army. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna let him know that that. You're definitely the kind of guy we're looking to talk to, man. Absolutely. All right. I'm so proud of you, bro. Um, I can't put words to everything you just said. And then the <laughs> fact that oh, uh, I'm, I'm seriously impressed here. So if you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about being on the Pursuit Channel, man, because that's like a dream job to me. I mean, it was kind of a pinch me thing that, you know, when we've found out that we're, you know, what, what footage we're turning in is going to go on pursuit channel. Um, it is behind the scenes filming. Uh, I don't want to say it was a cluster, but we really didn't know what we were doing. You know, like I had never filmed <laughs> anything. Um, so going from like still photography to filming, you know, luckily I had, I had some guys in my sphere, uh, that had filmed professionally for hunting shows uh, that I could pick their brain. And uh, basically just, just going out there, filming it, seeing what happens, and then getting to the editing floor is where you really learn. Cause you're like, oh, didn't get this, didn't get that. The things that you would need to make a, a final product, uh, you learn to put that in, you know, in, into action, into the field, uh, it, through the editing process. Um, but once, I mean, once we actually got on TV though, like that was crazy. Like my social media just blew up overnight. Um, you know, we got in, I saw on your, your, you know, announcements, uh, shot show and we got into shot show. Um, you know, just the amount of opportunities that opened up were pretty crazy. Um, but then you start realizing too, like, I have a platform and I have a voice and like, this isn't like, like I explained in the beginning, you know, when I grew up, we just go out and shoot stuff. I mean, this is like people listen and, and, and I hate the term influencer, but it, it is what it is. 
and you know like there's kids watching and i realized that like you know like i have the opportunity here to put out messages about conservation about ethics about uh you know just why we hunt instead of why i killed the biggest buck because that in the long and short of things that really doesn't matter i mean it, it was kind of cool it was crazy i mean it did <laughs> uh first experience at shot show i mean we got there and um the guy that i was supposed to be there with uh our, our eventual producer uh had got there the day before me he, he was a marine too he was a, a water quality guy so he had he was actually in the reserves at that point and had gotten the marine corps to pay for him to go to shot show to go pitch and, and look at water quality stuff so he he went to the, the show floor on his with his dress blues on and long story short he he drank too much so i land in vegas and I call him and he's not answering. And <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do now? So I, I didn't even know what hotel we were staying at. He had, he had organized all that. So I went down the street to go get some tacos, have a drink or two. And I asked the bartender what's going on. They said the porn convention across the street. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I go across the street. I like that. Oh. And uh, the ATN, you know, ATN porn convention banner is behind me when I took a selfie and posted it on on, on Facebook at you know 4 a.m. Vegas time, which is 6 a.m. Wisconsin time. So my uh, now ex-wife <laughs> you know, wakes up for work, <laughs> like, "What's this guy doing? He's, he's at the porn convention, hanging out with Ron Jeremy." You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow, that is! I have a picture. I have a picture with Ron Jeremy to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, were you uh, were you working for a specific show for uh, on the Pursuit Channel? Uh, so the first show we got onto. Uh, was called the Den. Uh, Blaine Anthony. He goes by the Bear Whisper. I don't know if you're familiar with him. So oh, Blaine yeah. is. Uh, oh, yeah. He has put together a couple uh, competition style shows, and you know they put four to six teams out there competing. Uh, that show we didn't do our own editing. We sent in all raw footage, and they edited it. Uh, and then you know it's an elimination style show, and uh, we won the dang thing. And the, the winner got another season. On, on, on Pursuit Channel, and that that show uh, that we put out uh, after winning was called Backcountry Traditions. Um, yeah, so I mean, it it uh, not knowing what we were doing, submitting footage, and then winning, and then it was kind of a now what moment. Like I was like, man, like we've got an opportunity here, like. You know, I kind of I felt like we were going to win, but I wasn't prepared for winning and then facing the reality of like, we better step our game up. And I mean, that that's really when I would started studying, uh, you know, all the different editing and all the different pr- producing type things, graphic uh, animation, text animation. Um, and, you know, getting to where I'm at now is because we were kind of you're handed this opportunity and uh, you don't want to go out there and dick the dog. I mean, you want to look like you belong and it, and it, it was kind of a fake it till you make it and then it really sp- spent those those seasons on tv learning my trade and honing my trade and you know now i'm you know i, I can do anything pretty much anything production wise you know for, i mean for our nonprofit hunts i film everything i host it uh i edit it and i release a video on youtube uh documenting those hunts and telling telling those guys uh their story not so much you know like the wounded guys i never really like uh dog and pony them uh the most we talk about their injuries in their intro my name's sergeant so-and-so i'm from iowa uh you know i was hitting i was in the marine corps i was hitting iraq in 2005. that's it we don't talk about injury we don't talk about uh the war that is talked about at events but that's talked about around a campfire and i don't film that i may, I may film it and not put the audio in i mean I, I think that's protected by the sanctity of your company and uh and the fire and the story is more about vets getting together hunting the outfitter donating the hunt and the interactions between everybody uh in a healing sense 
Um, and there's testimonials at the end. The guys will say, you know, this is what a veteran hunt means to me. And 99% say it doesn't matter if we shoot a deer. It doesn't matter if we shoot a, de- uh, a, a hog. It doesn't matter if we shoot ducks. It was getting outside and uh, spending time with, 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 with your brothers and sisters in arms and spending time with, with awesome people that are, are donating their time and their expertise and their, their equipment to put these events on. And th- that's awesome. Right on, man. Right on. Uh, you even said that uh, when you have those uh, veteran get-togethers, the outfitters donate the hunts, man? Uh, I'd, I'd say 80% of the time they donate the hunt outright. Or, Damn. you know, you know, like if the hunter or if the outfit has a lodge but doesn't own the lodge or has to contract in uh, catering, uh, you know, that I mean, that's that's the cost on us as a nonprofit is, you know, taking care of lodging and food. OK. Gotcha. But I'd, I'd say 80 to 90 percent of the outfitters donate the hunt outright. Gotcha. So is High Point Adventures, is it only for veterans that live near you? No, we do we do it all over the country. Um, I mean, most of the stuff I put on my Ryan off the grid page that just has bigger reach. Um, but any anything on Instagram or Facebook under Ryan off the grid or High Point Adventures, um, I put the hunts out there as they become available, and you know then there's instructions on how to apply. Um, I mean, there's there's specific hunts that you know if the outfitter says I want I want purple heart guys okay well then you know that's the criteria for that hunt because that's the outfitter donating it they get some say in it um and i may put a hunt out that says combat veterans i may put a hunt out that's female combat veterans you know like it's different criteria for different hunts but the instructions are on each post as they become available uh the application is super super simple they email me they they send me a redacted dd214 so i can kind of verify you know what's what um and then they send a, a a paragraph on their hunting uh hunting bio basically you know they're like what's your experiences with hunting uh, a paragraph on their military life uh, i mean nothing crazy and then uh one paragraph saying you know why i want to be selected for this hunt in particular and that goes to my board and then we make a decision as a board awesome i love that i love actually um I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to apply, man. I'm going to try to apply. I'm serious. I'm, uh, I, yeah, what everything you're talking about, has got me hyped. I, I want to be on, on hunts around other veterans like you, bro. So it's, uh, especially with you being a Marine that he makes me want to go even more. And then everything you're telling me about it is just, uh, you got, you got me excited, man. Well, what, really one of my board members, forward. one of my board members is, uh, I think he, did 24 years army uh in the airborne and he always he rides me a little bit because he's like oh another hunt with six guys there's there's five marines and one army guy i was like well you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I i try to spread load it we get we get all kinds and any, any branch i mean even coast guard is, is applicable um i try to fit the veteran to the hunt um you know especially duck hunting i can if i can uh, or a goose hunting where I can stick 10 guys in a, in a, an A-frame or layout blinds. I want yeah. six, six guys who know what's going on, who haven't hunted that state. I, I want guys from, from different areas that this is a, you know, a dream hunt of theirs. Uh, okay. but, but the, you know, they may hunt snow geese in Arkansas, but they're from Ohio. So they hunt Canada geese in Ohio. So I want a couple of guys that know what's going on. They know the drill. They can help with the new guys. Cause I do want people that have never hunted that before. Don't have any clue what's going on and, and exposing them to, you know, to this lifestyle and to, again, I, I did this tool in the toolbox to combat mental health. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Now, uh, the last questions I wanted to ask you have to deal with the triumphs and the victories that I see you have made in terms of dealing with PTSD. Now, um, I was following your, kind of like your sober day count. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted you to to talk about that, if you don't mind. Cause uh, you, you, uh, even myself, cause uh, I went through a little period when I was going through a divorce, when I was uh, drinking and whatnot, and on another level. And um, 
it really hit me real hard when I saw uh, posts about you and how well you were fighting and defeating it and whatnot and winning the battle. Well, if I'm sober a year, which will be uh, August 1st, um, it'll take me seven years to get sober, which is not uncommon. Uh, when you're buried in the bottle as deep as I was, um, I mean, it's it. you have to keep I mean, I'll, 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 I'll hashtag fix Bayonex, hashtag stack axes, slay dragons, move <laughs> mountains. Because you're fighting it. It's like the old Marine Corps commercial. Remember when they had to fight the lava monster and the dragon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. It, that, that. That dragon, man, it it it's, it, it keeps coming. And, uh, you know, I've, I've gone to rehabs. Uh, I've gone to detoxes. And I've gone to – It's it, it was always after something – happens to me with the law or a relationship or like i'm just i was destroying my life and you know okay i gotta do something about it now and, and this time it was different i just i i woke up one day and i was like man i i can drink eight out of ten times normally but the ninth or tenth time you know that the, the joke is uh i'm allergic to alcohol i break out in handcuffs you know like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> It's, Damn, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I poke fun at it because I mean that, that. I mean that's what combat vets do. You know, we, we make fun of things that are uncomfortable because it allows us to deal with it. Uh, but I, I feel like if I get it out there and talk about it, there's so many dudes that have come to me since I've been public about it in private and say, "Hey, man, like I'm struggling," and like I knew that was happening. And you know, especially you know, combat vets and and, and Marines, you know, we. The, the machismo, the bravado, like I, I finally just had to wake up one day and be like, this isn't, this isn't getting better. And I'm eventually going to throw everything away. Um, so I did, uh, uh, Andy Frisilla does that 75 hard, uh, you know, it's 75 days, two workouts a day, 45 minutes a piece. One's got to be outside, read 10 pages, uh, diet, uh, a gallon of water a day and no alcohol. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do like something ridiculous <laughs> like this to get it going. And I, I did two back to back and uh, it, it propelled me into this position where I'm just like, wow, like I, I feel like I'm really doing it this time. Uh, it's, it's not lip service. Wow. It's, yeah. And there, yeah. I mean, there's, there's dudes coming out of the woodwork, like I said, and you know, I, I you know, in anonymity, uh, I keep tabs with them and uh i've had a couple guys hit two months and uh another guy hit three months and you know humility and vulnerability is power and putting myself out there not only reaches someone who's still struggling but it keeps me accountable because i was like man if i go back out and drink like <laughs> everything i say means nothing yeah yeah. And sometimes that's worse, that shitty feeling afterwards of not accomplishing your own goal. Well, I had a dream. I had a dream uh, Christmas Eve into Christmas morning that I relapsed and I woke up Ooh. and it, it took me like five minutes to realize that it didn't happen. And I was just like, man, that feeling. I'm like, I don't want that. That was yeah, I, that I was I was it, I was feeling shame. I was yeah. feeling like anger. And I was like, well. I might as well just keep drinking. Then finally I'm like, dude, you're not like, it was a dream. But I mean, that, yeah. that tells me, you know, how far I've come. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Hey man, I got to tell you in my eyes, bro, you're a success story. Cause you're still kicking it from being in the war to dealing with things here. Once you've been uh, back and been home and then everything that you're doing now and you still have going. And I do see you as a big time influencer in my eyes. And you you're you're killing it, bro. So salute. My that. salute to you, man. Hats off to you, man. My, my salute. Uh, you're you're really the um a great example for other veterans to to look at and to uh relate to, man. Seriously. Appreciate that. I, I was thinking about something the other day. Like, why did it take this long? And then it made me realize uh, I had seen a meme that said, uh, God is never late. And like all the shit that I've gone through and all the highs and lows have put me in a position now uh, to to excel, uh, not only for myself, but to, to help others. And uh, when you when you give and that's that's for the whole nonprofit thing, like when I'm able to give these hunts, I don't have to shoot anything. 
my cup is full, man. Like, I mean, I come home and the outfitters too, they'll tell me like, they're like, man, this is the best hunt I had all year. And I'm like, and you didn't make any money. And they're like, yep. You know, <laughs> that when you give your cups full, man, and then you can start and watching other guys come through, uh, uh, one of our events and then seeing them metamorphosis and, and then their changes and their, they go out and like help other brothers and that that to me that that uh <laughs> like, right on yeah no can it's, i give you uh i wanted to tell you uh i wanted to draw a little bit of a parallel here to let you know my story was um i did my three tours in iraq as an 0311 with three four and then uh while i was going to college bro everything that i forgot about came back I don't know why I can't explain it, but uh, same story for me. I turned to drinking first, and then for some reason, man, the only option I could uh, see as uh, a good option was suicide, bro. So I ended up having to be hospitalized several times, man, uh, involuntarily hospitalized because um, I just, you know, I couldn't find the will to live anymore. And so for me, it wasn't until uh, 2018, after 10 years of doing exactly nothing, uh, 2018, I, I got a, I bought a small piece of land and I started to camp, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and that felt so good to me, bro, because I went out and uh, I had my AR-15 with me. I had my 45. I had forgotten what it felt like to be a Marina and to put a tent up. So I, I I put a little two man tent up. I had uh I bought some uh MR a box of MREs from Amazon. Uh I bought a spool of concertina wire from Amazon, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I bought some concertina wire from Amazon, and then uh, I got chem lights and attached them to the uh, concertina wire. Had me a little perimeter set up, you know, and something about doing all of that. And having my weapon on me again at all times and it just it sparked out it sparked something in me with the outdoors and with being off grid so uh the place that i go to where i have this land at we're actually like a landowners association we share uh like you buy your individual camp right and then we share about thirteen thousand acres well, that's so, cool right right so um it's a huge area. The, the the trails, the trails in there for the four wheelers are actually nationally ranked for you know for your ATVs and UTVs. So um, I'm kind of in a similar boat as you. Is uh, my nonprofit is called Camp Doghouse, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I'm seeking to bring people out off grid with me, so, so that they can uh, uh, you know get that feeling of being off grid again relax let be in outdoors shoot or we can hunt um so that's why when you mentioned high point adventures and what you got going on i just had to tell you that we're drawing so many i feel we're drawing so many parallel lines between the struggles we had and why we do what we do and then how we're both trying to help other veterans without with our uh, nonprofits and all yeah. so that's why yeah I, I look to you man like like i said uh i personally had to deal with uh, being hospitalized for years and then just going on my little uh, 10 years or so of just counseling and medication and then doing nothing else. I mean, I was just doing the suburban dad thing, taking my kids to school, taking them to cheerleading. But uh, I had no no purpose, man, just lost in the sauce. I was out there just lost in the sauce until, like I said, once I went, uh, went camping, that sparked something in me and then once i got into hog hunting man um and being able to use thermal vision and night vision again and uh i, I don't know i just can't put words to it. it it took so many things back to being in the marine corps for me you know to feel like yeah damn uh, i thought i'd never have this feeling in my life again where i'm holding a rifle and i'm actually looking for a legit legal target with these thermals you know what i mean uh, so it um yeah I, I just got gotta tell you man i'm so impressed i'm saluting you 
on so many levels that I, I can't even. Yeah, well, I think there's think a about it, bro. there's a lot of nostalgia there. Like uh, OAF Nation used to have a piece up there called "When the Music Stops." Uh, it was written by a pen name uh, uh, SF guy, but that wrote under Grifter, and he had a statement in there that 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 struck me so hard. And it said, you know, it's about coming home, and then like now what? And it said PTSD is the realization that I'll be never be this badass again. And I was like, whoa, yeah. like, and you know, you say the suburban dad and you're like, I took a nine to five job in a, in a cubicle and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, like, uh, but the nostalgia uh, of being outside and being, and but putting all the vets together, um, it, like it just, when they say they don't care if they kill a duck, it's because they're, they're bantering back and forth. We're outside. We're, we're embracing the suck of whatever weather conditions we got. And it's just, it's yeah. like that puts you back in a, in a, in a, like a squad element. And, and it doesn't yeah. matter what branch they, they all mesh together. If I do a three day hunt by the second day, these guys are ribbing each other. And like, <laughs> you know, like it, it's like, they're, it's like they, it, they were together because they have shared experience. Uh, and it, it doesn't have to be the same, but it rhymes, you know, um, that, it, hog hunting and, and, you know, putting that rifle in your hand. Uh, we talked before, before we got on here about hog dogging. Uh, and that's where we use the, uh, hounds and the, uh, pit bulls to grab the hogs up and then stab them. And you're standing shoulder to shoulder with this pit bull as the hounds are in there baying the hog up. I did see that. I did see your video hog dogging with the veterans. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> It was all I, with a spear and all. I was like, <laughs> "Shit, I would love to be on that." Yeah, but you're you're standing on the edge of the thicket. That that one that one was in Florida, so you got the sawgrass and the palmetto, and I mean, it, you know, when the hogs and the dogs are running through, it's like predator. All you see is the, the vegetation just moving around, and you're standing on the edge of this thicket, and you look left and right, and you're like, "I'm with some bad motherfuckers right now." You're like, "Yeah." <laughs> These guys are going to go run to the danger with me, and that, that, yeah. there was, you know, you use the word parallels, and that 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 couldn't be more uh, a better adjective of of like I was like, man, these are my these are my these are my dogs here, you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah, hell yeah, I would love that. I, that you know what, that's probably a big a big thing that I miss from being active and being around Marines is like you said. Knowing that you're surrounded by guys who are fucking legitimate badasses who yeah. do what you do also. And then, you know, you go back into life and you're never around a big ass group like that again of, uh, you know, like minded badass military dudes like that again. And that's what I've been missing. So I just got chills just off the, the feeling you just said of like. Yeah, I saw you guys on video and to see you guys to look left and right and see like, yeah, these are all motherfuckers that'll go chase it down. These are guys that you don't run. They aren't afraid of this shit. These guys get down. You know what I mean? And damn, I, I can't put words to that, bro. I can't put words. To that. that is amazing. We're, we're going to get you on one. We're going to get you on a hog dog hunt. Right on. Right on. All right. All right. Then that'll work. Now, and um, I have one last part I want to talk to you about. And that's only because you brought up that you were on the pursuit channel. All right. Before I die, my last goal is to try to have my own hunting show on a network. It really mm -hmm. is. I want it to be kind of like a hybrid between like us doing military stuff like digging fighting holes and going on hikes, but also hunting and, and fishing and things like that. So um that's if I don't know if you've noticed uh uh, I call everything Sergeant War Dog TV mm -hmm. because that's how things started for me is that uh, when I started going back in 2018, I started going off grid. Um, eventually, I started to take a GoPro, but that was only at, at first I was doing it because I was going into remote locations by myself. And if anything happened, I wanted my daughter and my wife, uh, my daughters and wife to be able to see what happened. But uh, then I was showing it to some Marine buddies and they were like, yeah, you should like start a YouTube channel, man, and like put your footage out there. So that put me into trying to learn all the aspects of, uh, you know, editing, what influencers were, mm -hmm. what what influencing looks like in the outdoor world or in the gun world, 
gun space um and then i really became a huge fan of pig man i won't lie to you yeah i became a huge fan of pig man and hog hunting and so i i got it that's why i look up to you when i said your years on the pursuit channel bro that is that is my dream of where i'm trying to go i don't know how to get there but um hopefully eventually bro i i'm, I'm on a i'm on you know one of the networks shows too man because that's mm -hmm. the dream to me that's the dream to go just to go around with outfitters and go around with guides put out great content uh be around veterans like you're saying that uh yeah but, I mean, you, you've got the premise for a, a show there. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, I, I, one of the things that cracked me up is after I got on the show, because we, we were doing all the work. Like, the, the, the network doesn't do anything for you. They just broadcast it, you know. And, you know, guy from my hometown, like, oh, it must be nice. You get to go around hunting everywhere. I'm like, I was like, yeah, I was walking down the street one day and somebody walked up to me and they said, hey, do you want your own hunting show? Like, that's not how it happened. You know, like there's so much work behind the scenes and it's not just me. It's everybody that's a part of your group that's doing it, uh, you know, and that's not even not even just the editing and the filming. And then it's it's the networking to get it all. I mean, and you're building a network doing this right now. I mean, I got two guys uh, that I want you to talk to after uh, after we get off that I'll tell you about that are in your area that are vets that are doing cool stuff like you're building a network and that you oh, know right. networking for me isn't what you can do for me it's that i know somebody that can do something for you and then you know the karma of it comes back to me somehow um right you know, like i know a guy who knows the guy like you know <laughs> like and, and, and linking other people up together and, and you know uh one of my favorite quotes is that i want to see everybody at the top of the mountain you know, there's and so like go for it, grind it. You got a cool premise. Uh, have you looked into a carbon TV? Yes, yes. Okay, that, that's where I'd start. That's yeah, yeah. I, I had um, I've been in talks with the Hunt Channel also. I've been in talks with the CEO of the Hunt Channel, and uh, he was telling me that you know he would take my episodes and he would air them on their weekly platform or whatnot. Yep. I gotta admit, Ryan, my problem has been finding a cameraman who's not afraid to go where the fuck i need to go <laughs> that has been the problem because i get some and they're like you know damn we're this remote and damn we're this far away and damn if something happened we'd have to have a bird come get us you have to have a helo land to come get us and it's like yeah motherfucker that's what the lifestyle i'm used to being a marine what do you you know that's that's i just need you to come and film it for me but i got i have run into people that are afraid man so it's like and then that and then all my buddies my closest buddies they're a little afraid and that kind of got me too you know it's like or they don't want to be out there while i'm hog hunting at three in the morning or you know what i mean so, you ever seen that uh you ever seen that uh a bear grills when he took marshawn lynch out oh yeah yeah <laughs> I love I love Marshawn Lynch. He might be one of my favorite people on the planet. Right on, right on, right on, man. You know he had some skittles. Yeah, yeah I was just about to say that skittles, man. He probably had some skittles with him. Yo. Well, yeah, bro. I uh, I can't thank you enough, man, for coming on the show today. I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your schedule to come oh, and let no the problem. world know about you. Uh, to let the uh the veterans that watch this show um know that look they they have a tried and true winner out there man he's uh he put in his work while he was in uniform he's uh dealt with things while he was out of uniform but he picked himself up and look what he's still doing now bro no matter what no matter how far because I, I i was personally i was at that stage where i had family and friends that were like they didn't want to deal with me anymore i was like the veteran who they didn't want to deal with anymore yep. you know so to to go from that to seeing somebody that's actually reverse things and has got things going for themselves still and on the level that you have going on especially even having your own nonprofit where you're helping others bro it's all beyond dope man and i i just want to thank you for coming on the show man you made appreciate this, having me you made this a very amazing episode bro uh if you don't mind go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you online or social media Ryan off the grid, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. All right. Right on. Right on. 
All right, brother. Um, that's going to go ahead and wrap everything up for us today here in episode 77. Uh, I thank you for coming on the show, boss. And uh, just hang on. Uh, hang on in the back in the background for me, and uh, I'll be right there to uh, close the show off. Thank All right. You. Thanks, bro. Salute. Thank you. Semper Fi. All right. Hoorah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 77 of the War Dog Trail podcast. We've had Ryan off the grid on the show. I told you we had an amazing person for you, and now you see why. Enjoy your day. Stay safe. Salute. All I know is war. All I know is shoot. All I want is more. But I got some things to do I'm a dog of war Hell's what I've been through I'm a dog of war I did it all for you I'm a soldier, I'm a warrior Got a emblem on my cover And ask me what I did for ya I put the trash deep down under, yeah I'm a dog of war Hell's what I've been through I'm a dog of war I did it all for you, yeah. some time in the place, man. I just needed some space. All the pain show in my face and my heart starts to... That's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight. Anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes. And thanks for joining us today. I'd like to take a moment to talk about something close to my heart. Military Broadcast Radio is doing incredible work to support our veterans and bring their voices to the world. They rely on your generous donations and your dedicated volunteer hours to make it happen. I encourage you to consider supporting NBR in any way, form that you can. Use this QR code that's attached to the picture, or you can go to our website at mbradio.us. That's mikebravoradio.us to learn more about how you can donate or volunteer even just an hour a week from your home. Help make a difference in the lives of our veterans, because once again, we're all here for you and not for us. We're giving a veterans a voice.